Welcome to the Other Side Sports Podcast. I'm Joe, and I got my man Anthony on. Anthony, Cowboys win, baby. Cowboys win. Oh, my God, man. I am. I got. I just had to sit down. I just did a whole lap around the house. I was pacing the whole last drive, sweating. Just, man, not in a great, not, not in a great, not a fun last quarter to watch, to be honest with you. But how about them Cowboys? We get a win. One and one sounds a lot better than 0 and 2. Let's talk about it, man. We got, I think we got a lot to discuss today. Yeah, man. So first off, I don't know what uh, McCarthy and uh, Kellen Moore and Dak was doing on that last drive in terms of clock management. So that's got to – we got to kind of examine that a little bit more. I guess they'll they'll talk about it throughout the week and figure out what's what. But that was mismanaged. I mean, I'm sorry. Thank God we made the field goal because we didn't. That, that was borderline incompetence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, but that's – honestly, that's been the Cowboys' M.O. for the last several years, even going back to when they had Maher. They just – they would always settle for the deep field goal. I remember against the Giants last year in the game that Dak got hurt, they did something similar to that. And then there was another game in Jason Garrett's last year. I'm not exactly remembering what game it was, but I remember they settled for a long field goal at the end. And so, to be honest with you, as much as I want to kill them, I think it was intentional. I'm not saying it was the right call. I think in their minds they have a lot of confidence in Zerline to be able to hit that 56-yarder. I think to them that's like a, you know, that's like a 35-yarder to a regular kicker because of the leg he's got. So I don't know, man. I, I didn't love it. I was definitely cussing them out, going crazy. But honestly, I think it was perp. I think they did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, man. They survived that. But man, I tell you what, it feels absolutely. 100% better to be talking about a win and just think about, you know, as we go into the doors of our employment on tomorrow, we'll have our head up high, chest out. I mean, everything, it just sets up the week, man. So uh, I'm, I'm excited, man. And let's, 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 let's get into it. The first, the first quarter, man, we came out ablaze. I mean, Dak was sharp. The offense was executing. Kellen Moore was in his bag, man. And I'll tell you what, bro. man those are the things that make me so excited about this team yeah man I'll tell you there was a lot of positives to take away from this game one of them was definitely how the Cowboys started the game because you generally they don't start that hot you know they they generally struggle uh to start the game they said that was the first time they've scored a touchdown to start a game in what was it like a crazy amount like 22 games or something like that they haven't had an opening possession touchdown so I give Kellen Moore a lot of credit for his game plan there to start and you know I'm not saying that that I was right but I feel pretty smart today on the on this pod here because I said I thought the Cowboys game plan was going to be to run the ball and they established the run early and often and got out to the lead and then you know in the middle of the game they they kind of had that double double dip type of deal where the Chargers had a late possession at the end of the second quarter and then a long one to start the third. So that kind of got the offense out of rhythm a, a bit. But for the most part, the run game was there all day, and that's kind of what I expected. Uh, and then, of course, remember I did predict on the pod today that Zerline would kick a game win a field goal. So I do feel uh, as time expires. So I feel a little smart today uh, going through those two things. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you your props on that. But but I'll give you your props that Zeke was solid, okay? He was solid. Uh, Tony Pollard, I feel, and we kind of – well, you you kind of discussed it on, on our – you know, in our text thread, but Pollard's just a better running back, you follow me? 
and you categorize uh, Zeke correctly, he's a fullback now, really. He's a fullback. The guy can block. He's one of the best, still one of the best blocking backs in the league. Um, I thought he actually got a little stronger as the, uh, you know, in that in that fourth quarter. So kudos for them for mixing it up and getting Pollard in there to kind of give Zeke some rest. But, uh, man, I'll tell you what, we got a great one-two punch in those guys. And um, in the line, man, I'm telling you right now, bro, I was so impressed with the line. They only gave up one sack. Bosa was not on a milk carton. He was kind of on the Simply Orange uh, orange Juice uh, side of the thing there. So, he didn't really, yeah, he didn't really have a great game. So, uh, kudos to the offensive line, man, and our damn defense, bro. Man, I'm so proud of those guys, man. They fought their asses off. Yeah, man, to hold that team to 17 points, get those key takeaways that they were able to get. You know, those two interceptions of Herbert were just huge. Really, the defense won the Cowboys this game. I would say as good as Dak played, and I thought he played well. Um, I don't think he played great, but I thought he played well. But I think that it was the defense and the offensive line that won the game for the Cowboys today. And that's a good sign because last week it was, you know, the passing game, Dak Prescott and all his, you know, skill players that kept them close. This week it was a completely different game. So it just kind of shows that we can play any style. Um, All right. So I kind of want to get into my positives here on both sides of the ball, the offense and the defense. I'm going to get to 21 here shortly. I'm going to hold out from that for when I talk about the negatives. So just to kind of go from what I'm seeing. Gotcha. Um, So, so for positives, uh, first of all, I got to give Terrence Steele a lot of credit because I thought he played pretty good today, man. I didn't hear his name called a whole lot where he was getting pushed back into Prescott. So I think Terrence Steele held up pretty pretty well. There was also uh, on Zeke's touchdown um, that, that he scored in the first quarter, the, the running touchdown, you could literally see Terrence Steele pushing his guy complete, blowing him out of the hole completely, which was one of the, the key blocks that set that touchdown up. So I thought Terrence Steele played outstanding today. What what'd you think of his play? Yeah, you're right. They didn't call his name. I didn't think about him, so he had a great game. I didn't watch him that closely as you did, Coach, but I'll tell you what, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm happy for the young man because let's be honest, um, between the local da- Dallas media and fans, we've all just basically tore that kid you know, apart, and rightfully so, but good for him to be able to just stick in there and, and, and actually not be a liability, man, so, so good for him. Agreed. Uh, second guy that I saw that I want to talk about on the offense here, my eyes, I think 88 was the best player on the field today. It just seemed like we used him in situations where we got him the ball on quick little five, six yard routes and let him work the ball in space. And I'm just telling you, when you give CD space, he kind of reminds me of what the Niners do with Debo Samuel, where when you get him out in space in the open field, he's a load to bring down and he's just quick. And I I can't describe it. He's just, he's hard to tackle. And I I thought 88 made a couple plays today where they should have just been five, six yard catches that he turned into 15, 20 yarders. And those are huge in a tight ball game like this. So I got to, you know, he had a rough game week one, but I thought I really believe CD was the best player on the field today. On both sides. Yeah, absolutely. Kid is uh, finding his way. And him and Dak are actually starting to gain a lot of chemistry. And, man, when we get Gallup back along with, with Cedric Wilson, bro, I I mean, I, I think we got the best receiving combo in the league. I really do. 
Agreed totally, man. Cedric Wilson made a couple nice plays today, too, got involved. So I was happy to see that. Um, but but last year with the offense, I got to give my boy a heads up. Uh, you know, Tony Pollard, he's my boy now because I'm moving on from Zeke. <laughs> um, Tony Pollard, man, he reminded me of Alvin Kamara today. And I'm not sure if that's going to continue for the duration but uh, of, of the year, but kind of how he looked in that San Francisco game last year where he was the lead back. He was just, I don't know, man, he just looked so much faster than Zeke. And, and just to kind of touch on Zeke a little bit before, you know, I, I get on the negatives here, I believe that one of the reasons Pollard is so much better is because in the shotgun, I just think you have to have that little bit of speed when you're taking a draw from the shotgun. And the way the NFL works now, not a lot of teams line up in I formation to run the ball right up the gut. It just doesn't happen. And I just believe that Pollard's, you know, first three steps, his first three steps that he takes, Zeke's probably only taking a step and a half. I, I really think that. And he just looks so good. Even these little, you know, one-yard passes, swing passes that he makes the guy miss or or pushes, you know, the tackle or back three yards, and he turns a one-yard pass into five yards. Those are huge in a ball game to keep yourself ahead of the chain. So yeah, man, I was, I told you today was my Z game. I am 100% on board with Tony Pollard. Now I think he needs to get tons of carries going down the stretch here and going into the season. He's got to be the guy. Yeah. Zeke is kind of most like a ceremonial starter. You know, he gets in, you, you kind of feel him out. If he has it going like, you know, early, then you feed him, you know, you feed him. But if he does not have it going, that's when you come in with Pollard and kind of let Pollard kind of, you know, carry the mail for, you know, to say, and then, you know, just use Zeke in those spot situations. I really think that will help the team, especially as we advance and hopefully we get into the postseason. I got a sneaky uh, positive. Dalton Schultz. Oh, Dalton yeah. Dalton Schultz made some key catches, man. Like you said, he turned that negative play into a seven yard gain. I really like Schultz, man. He just he's just a to me a complete tight end. Yeah, he's still got a little bit more he needs to learn in terms of blocking schemes and how to, you know, use his man's leverage against him. But other than that, I really like Schultzy, man. So sneaky uh positive for Schultzy. Yeah, man. And so we'll go here to the negatives on the offense before we flip over to that defense. Um, man, two negatives that I or that I got. I really only have two player negatives today. Uh, one's 21, and then the other one's going to be Connor Williams. So I'll just quickly touch on Connor Williams. I just don't think he's as good as Connor McGovern, man. If you look um, the the sack near the end of the game there, uh, where, where Dak, you know, we were trying to drive to get in a field goal range, and the sack put us out. Connor Williams got absolutely obliterated by Derwin James. And I know Derwin James is one of the best – you know, safeties in the league, but gosh, dang, it just seems like Connor Williams just does not have the strength to play that interior guard spot. I'm sorry. I just don't think he does. I think McGovern's a better option. And I really think that going forward, especially when Lyle Collins comes back, when Lyle Collins comes back, I think you have to put McGovern in that guard spot. I just, I don't know how you can go forward with Connor Williams. I just, he's a backup, man. He's not a starter. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, I told you, uh, I think it was in the last. I'm done with uh Connor Williams, man. I, I'm just I don't understand it, but hey, man, you know, oh, man, thank God we got the win, man. I just keep going back to that, right? All right, now let me get on 21. Uh -oh. 20, 21 here, man. Th this is literally what happened, and I tried so hard 
to, to look against it and to talk myself into it. And every time you texted me, I tried to defend them. But the bottom line is, man, Zeke comes in the game and gets two yards and he's doing all this running for two yards. And then Pollard comes in, gets the exact same play, exact same type of carry the next play. And he gets eight, nine yards from it. That, that was what was happening all game. Zeke just, he doesn't have it anymore. He's too slow. I know he did look, he actually looked like he had a little more of a burst today than he did last week against the Bucks, And like he did all year last year. But he just, he's not as good as Pollard. I'm not saying that Zeke's the worst running back, you know, or he's terrible or we should cut him. I'm not saying that. Because there's going to be times I think we're going to need Zeke down the stretch, especially in the in the red zone. I think he's still a a bell cow type of punching in, like we saw him punching in from the six yard line in the first quarter. But I just don't know if he's an every down back anymore. And for a ninety million dollar guy, I'm not sure that's what you want from a ninety million dollar guy. Um, just didn't love anything about him, man. His body language wasn't great today. I didn't. I felt like he knew he was getting outplayed by a by Tony Pollard and it just it didn't really look like it bothered him the only thing I'll give Zeke credit Zeke made a couple really nice uh, blitz pickups today on third down you kind of mentioned that earlier Pollard got blown up in his blitz pickup on the sack uh, the, the the one sack that Dak did get hit, you know, Pollard kind of got, got killed on that. But, you know, Pollard's a young player. I think he'll learn big blitz pickup. I think he'll get better at it as the time goes on. So, yeah, man, I'm, I, I'm not saying we got to completely go away from Zeke. I'm just saying this offense is better with Tony Pollard on the field. And whether that means Pollard and Zeke are both on the field or Pollard's on the field and Zeke's on the sideline, so be it. But, you know, at the end of the day, this coaching staff's got to decide. It's not about who makes the most money. It's about who gives your team the best chance to win. And right now, the best chance to win. Yeah, and and Zeke's not – you ever – you know, you remember those acid wash jeans? You know, those types of jeans? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so he's acid washed. He's not <laughs> totally washed, but he's, he's close. He's getting there, right? Yeah, he's getting there, man. We got we to gotta use Zeke strategically going forward. All right, now we got a lot of positives on this defense here, man. Where do you want to start? You want to start with the front four? No, bro. I want to start with Curse. Curse is a beast. Yeah, man. Jaron Curse played fantastic today. Um, I thought that the interception that got called back, I thought that was a ticky-tack call, personally. I, I think that should have been a pick. Um, but, yeah, he was making plays all over the field, in the backfield, um, to, to be honest with you, man, I was very impressed with all of the Cowboys' safety play today. Curse, Kamazi, Hooker played well. They're every one of. Am I crazy to think they're all better than Xavier Woods, bro? You what? They are they're all right. All of them. Every one of them's better than Woods. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like, like it's crazy, man. Hooker, Hooker. You can still still tell he doesn't have his lungs about him because you know he was in and out of the game quite a bit, but he did make that nice tackle for a loss. Um, Kamazi. I mean, that pick in the end zone. That's a huge play in the game. I mean that. You know, that's a big swing in points there for him to, to, to get the Chargers no points and get that interception down in the red zone. And, you know, he made the play last week that kept Dallas in it with that uh, hit on Godwin that caused the fumble. So just seems like maybe he's one of these guys that are just always around the football. And I love that about this defense, man. But you're right. Curse played fantastic. And all in all, all the safeties played great. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, bro, just digs. I mean, the only – 
uh, Anthony Brown, man, he, God, man, he's so damn weak and he just, I know he's a cerebral player. Don't get me wrong, but man, that, that's just our weak link and he's going to get picked on bro. And, uh, but, uh, man, I was just, just seeing the way the defense fought, man, that rookie was putting pressure on bro. That, that tells you how talented this kid is to be able to take him and put him on the line and him for him to generate pressure the way he did. I mean, we got the best defensive rookie player in the league, bar none. His versatility is insane. I mean, to be able to play middle linebacker at a high level and then to come in and, and play edge today at a high level, man, Micah Parsons was a star of the defense today. I know curse played great. Uh, you know, Stiggs was a ball hawk out there. Kazi made that amazing play, but to me, it was, you know, Parsons constantly getting pressure is what made a lot of this. And and I, I don't know, this is a guy I'm going to kill, even though he wasn't even on the field today. You tell me if I'm wrong here too, man. Did it seem like we generated more pressure today with Demarcus Lawrence not being in the game? Because it felt to me like we were close on a lot of sacks. We were getting home a lot today. Man, those young those young guys played Excellent, and you're right, man. I, I'm sorry, Demarcus Lawrence. Now he's washed, Demarcus completely Lawrence, washed. Yeah, he's completely. washed, and um, you know, he's not a war daddy uh, pass rusher like uh, Jerry Jones, you know, talked about. And um, he had that one year, and then he put on the ski mask, and he had the gun and a and a freaking machete, and he, <laughs> and and you know, all the weapons. He got all the weapons with that contract, man. So. It's all good, man. I, I uh, Basham and um, the other guy can't pronounce 97, bro. Yeah, Osa. I just call him Osa. Osa, man, bro. We got some, we got some players there, man. Hey, man, imagine when wait till Neville Gallimore comes back and they put him and Osa next to each other in the middle Ooh, there. That's, that's gonna be that's tough. Gonna be a, that's gonna be a nice run stopping uh, duo right there, man. So, yeah, you, you're right, though. They just Lawrence is he's so washed man he's been in the washing machine for like six cycles now he's on like his sixth cycle on hot just just completely just done so honestly if I never saw 90 play another game for the Cowboys again I wouldn't I wouldn't be against it that's honestly how I feel about that guy I'm just done with him so yeah I thought Basham played played really well I've been telling you the last these two games, I'm like, man, who was 93 and why does he keep showing up on the screen? Like, yeah, I don't remember hearing much about this guy in the preseason, but guy can play. So I'm I'm very uh very happy with what I'm seeing from that saw from that D line today. Armstrong was solid too. Armstrong yep. was really solid, and uh, yeah, man. So we um, Bradley and I drew a key penalty on Ke- uh, Keenan Allen. You know, so man, we just like I said, I thought I also thought. Uh, Oh, the guy that we brought from the Falcons. Oh, man. Keanu Neal. Keanu I thought Neal, he yeah. flashed a little bit, too. So, I really – I like what Dan Quinn is doing. But let's talk about the elephant in the room. Okay? <laughs> let's talk about our two two guys. Let's start with one. Let's start with your guy before I get to my guy, all right? So, okay. I told you before the game, we laughed about it, and we said our goose was cooked. We were going to have to rely on 55 and 9 to rush the passer. Right. Now, I didn't think 11 was going to be the main edge guy. That surprised me. So, right. But all in all, LVE did get a sack today. He did. And I'm going to tell you, I thought 55 played pretty good today. I didn't yeah. think he was terrible. I thought he was – I thought he was pretty good. What do you think? He, he was pretty good. I, you know, I, I, I must eat my words. He was pretty good. I was, I was proud of the effort. I was proud. He got beat 
you know, once you're going to get beat, guys are going to get beat. So we understand that. But he was able, he made a key tackle, uh, make a key, like a third down saving tackle, yep. first down saving tackle. And yeah, he, he got home on the, uh, on the rush. And when he gets his hands on you, you're going down, bro. That's he, just all too. Cause Herbert was a big dude and he just went down. Um, agreed. So I was very, very proud of his effort. I was actually happy for him based on what he had battled and everything. Cause he's not a bad guy. I mean, you know, and I, I, I you know, I actually, I actually enjoyed seeing the wolf howl, man. I really did. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think, and I hate this for him because two years ago, I thought he was going to be Brian Urlacher 2.0, but I think the way the Cowboys are using him is probably going to be the way he's best suited for his NFL career. I just don't think he can hold up playing 50 snaps a game on defense. I think he's got to be like a 25. I mean, he probably played 25 snaps today, somewhere around that uh, number. Rotated out with Neil quite a bit. The, the way they're using him is probably the best. You're going to get the best Wolf Hunter. So I'm back in on Wolf Hunter. I really liked what he did. Open field tackling, amazing. Um, just made a lot of plays, a lot of energy, and, and you know, the sack was huge. All right, now I'm going to get to number nine. Man, <laughs> number nine. First of all, I'm, I'm, it's rare for me to, to literally get up at the TV and cuss a guy out on my team that's like my team during a game. But I texted you that this play just epitomizes everything you need to know about Jalen Smith. All right. So, so the Chargers are driving, they're in the red zone. It's late in the second quarter. And, and there's like a two minute to go. It was right after the bonehead punt, which we're going to talk about Bones Fossil here in a minute after the bonehead roughing the kicker. And, and Herbert throw has Mike Williams pretty no it was it was Jared Cook I'm sorry it was Jared Cook he has him pretty well wide open all right it's a 9 yard pass that he makes 9 out of 10 times well this was the 1 out of 10 herbert threw it behind cook a little bit and the ball comes you know hits the turf and we get off the field on fourth down now mind you Jared Cook was open i mean could not be any more open <laughs> jalen is like 3 yards behind him and what does Jalen do? He doesn't do a swipe. I would have actually preferred a swipe. He does like a Michael Jackson thriller walk. Tell me I'm lying, man, because you saw it too. He does like a Michael Jackson thriller walk. Like he just made the play of his life. And at that point, if I was McCarthy, I would have I would have sent I wouldn't have gone out there myself. I would have sent somebody after him. I just sent the linebacker coach out. I just said, get his ass in here, put him right on that bench, and he doesn't get up the rest of the game. I mean, that is just he just drives me freaking crazy, man, with his taunts and everything. He's gonna get a taunting penalty this year because they're really enforcing that. And when he gets a taunting penalty, I'm going to lose my You're mind. You're flying to Dallas, aren't you? I am going to lose my mind. I am going to fly to Dallas and have a one-on-one beating with Jer- with Jerry Jones when he has that taunting penalty. It better not cost us a game. That's all I got to say. So, oh, my bro, yeah. <laughs> bro. When he did the Michael Jackson thing, I thought about that dude that did the moonwalk and DDT that guy in the ring, man. <laughs> yeah, he looked like the Disco Inferno. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Bro, oh my goodness, man. I, Man, I wish I had a hidden camera on you, man. Because I would activate it right after that. Because I know you were... Oh my goodness, For, man. First, I wanted to puke. Then I got <laughs> pissed off and I wanted to go through the TV and fight him. I mean, literally fight him. I'm just... he, he and, and I see all this stuff on Twitter. They're like, 
well, this is the best game that Jalen's played in years because he made a couple <laughs> open field tackles. And he did. And to his and credit, he, he did. Yeah, He did. But those are, man, they were just normal open field tackles exactly, that any right? linebacker would make in this league. Exactly. He's terrible. That's all there is to it. There were <laughs> several runs where if you watch him, first, you you actually brought it up early in the game, and I was thinking it didn't text it, and you said it. He cannot shed a block to save his life. He can't. No, once, he can't. once the lineman gets a hand on him, he's done it, man. He goes and, down. And it, it actually, uh, Hellman brought this up last week. Jalen actually backpedals away from the run sometimes. Like yeah, he, he does. moves out of the hole. Yeah, like, he I don't does. know. He I don't does. know what he's doing. He does, man. He does, man. I'll tell you what, man. Nine is just. I think, bro. It, it's it's literally sad. Don't it, the reason why it's so sad. Did you watch him at Notre Dame? I know you didn't watch too much college football. Yes, he was a stud, bro. Man. He, he was. was I'll tell you what, man. He was. The ultimate linebacker, man, and and for you know, but but my thing is, okay, bro, you you you've recovered, you you've done a, you had basically a miraculous recovery, right? And at some point, you have to kind of recognize the room, and he just does it, man. It's so freaking hilarious, and bro. I was laughing so hard, it was unbelievable, man. But uh, yeah, we overcame nine. We we won in spite of nine, and my thing is is. You know, we're trying to change the culture of this defense. And 9 and 90, to me, are like the epitome of that historically bad defense from last year. So we just got to get them out of there, man. I, I would also – I would say 9, 90, and then, you know, Xavier Woods, they were the guys that really epitomized it for me. We got Xavier up out of here. So now we got to get the rest of these guys up out of here. I mean – but but we won today. I'm not going to be too disappointed, but nine was driving me crazy throughout the game. Um, and then that leads me to my last guy that drove me crazy. You give me – hopefully you're about to go off on this guy because I will. Um, what the hell is Bones Fossil doing, man? Can you explain to me what Bones Fossil was doing on that roughing the kicker uh, penalty with, with two minutes left in the first half? Bro, first of all, Bones Fossil is drunk with power, bro. I don't know what's going on with him and McCarthy. I don't know if McCarthy owes him money. I don't know if he's got pictures on McCarthy or whatever. But for him to make some of the decisions that he makes at certain points in the game is just god-awful, man. And, and, and there needs to be a reckoning with this guy because he's going to cost us a game, man. I'm telling you, this guy is out of control. Even Brian brought us. Um, of <clears throat> 105.3 Dallas said the same thing. He actually tweeted that, that this guy's out of control, man. I mean, why would you do that? They're not pinned in their, in their, um, you know, in the, in, in the red zone area. What, what are you doing, bro? We would have had great field position and we had the momentum and I felt that could at least led them down to a field goal or even a touchdown. I just hated it, bro. You got three minutes left, two minutes left, three timeout. Your offense you let Dak run the two-minute drill, which, I, to, in my eyes, Dak is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL at running the two-minute. So I think the chances that you score there are very likely at least get a field goal. It's for Fossil to come through and just do an all-out putt block in that situation. He just has no idea what the hell is going on, man. But you know what? He's been doing this for two years. Remember last year, and I can't remember what game it was, he went – he, like – he went for like two or three fake punts, and he didn't get any of them. It might have been the Atlanta game that we pulled out at the end. We got stuffed on like two fake punts, and I'm like, 
and one of them was like from our own 30 yard line. And I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? So Bones Fossil stinks. Our special teams is not very good. It honestly, our special teams, the weakest of the three units that we have between offense, defense, and special teams. And I'm just, I'm totally out on Fossil. I'm ready for him to be fired like tomorrow. I wish, I wish that McCarthy would go another route tomorrow. I just, he's not the guy here. We, the game has passed him by. He's drunk with power and he just doesn't know what the hell he's doing, man. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, man, and and he was calling for a hold on that, and I'm just I I think I pulled to you where I I basically cursed at him on the you know cursed at him, but uh, man, we over we overcame those bozos, man. We got the win. It feels really really good, bro. It just sets up the week, doesn't it? It does. I can watch the undisputed tomorrow morning. I can watch ESPN and not have to worry about it. I can watch my post game stuff today and, and being happy. So it definitely sets up the rest of the week. Uh, on top of that, Philadelphia lost today. Yep, uh, absolutely. We obviously know that the Giants uh, lost to the to Washington yep. last week. So, all of a sudden now, week two for the NFC East, and, you know, we're one and one, tied for first place in the division. So, absolutely, I'll take man. it. Um, I, so, absolutely. So, I, I'm definitely pretty happy. Um, thought Didn't think Philly looked real good today, just to kind of – do a quick preview of that game next week. I know you're going to be there live, which I'm oh, really man, excited I can't for you about. Wait, can't man, wait. I'm excited for you um, about that. Um, but I didn't think Philly looked all that sharp today. I thought, to be honest, I watched pretty much all that game. Jimmy G played terrible the first half. That was the only reason that Philly was really leading the game for the first half. Jimmy G just he he had so many open guys that he did not hit. And then in the second half, Jimmy G started playing a little bit better. And, and the Niners pulled away and ended up winning, winning, you know, at the end. It really wasn't as close as the scoreboard showed. So, yeah, man, I think Dallas has a really good shot getting their home opener next week, having Philadelphia come to town. I think they can get a W. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely, bro. It's, it's, it's just like you said, man, it's just going to be a great week. Can't wait to see Michael Irvin get in. Stephen A's, you know what, tomorrow. I can't wait for that, man. And, uh, yeah, you're right, man. Just just good, man. Can't wait, Anthony. But it feels really good, man. It's always good to do a post-game when we're on a win, right? Yeah, and honestly, we both picked Dallas to win earlier, but both of us were pretty unsure. I think deep down, both of us thought that this was going to be a loss. Yep, I um, did. So, I did. especially yep. on the road, anytime you win a game on the road like this against – and I'll end. I'll close with this. This isn't even about Dallas, but I'll tell you, I've watched two games now, full games in a row, and I know he had a couple picks today. But I've seen all I need to see on Justin Herbert, man. That's a that's a franchise quarterback right there, he bro. He's a, a stud, man. That elite. kid is a stud, man. He is elite. And that's Durin clear. James, I'm happy for Durin James too. I just hope uh, he can stay healthy because man, he is otherworldly, man. Yeah, that that team's gonna they'll, they'll be around in uh in December January the Chargers are gonna be playing meaningful football. There's no doubt in my mind they're a really really good football team. Um, and, and you know the last thing here, I guess, to close on the defense. Um, you know the Dallas defense is kind of starting to remind me after these first two games a little bit, especially today, of 
maybe they can be like that New Orleans Saints defense was that won the Super Bowl back in like I guess that was like 07, 08. 09, 09. 09, 09, yeah. I'm sorry. Where they give up a lot of yards, right? They're, they're yep. like a bend defense, but then in the red zone, they don't break and right. they get timely takeaways. That defense in New Orleans, well, they gave up a ton of yards, but they were really good in the red zone and they were able to get, you know, a couple takeaways every game. And if Dallas's defense can do that this year, be decent. Even if they give up plenty of yards, I'm not really worried about the yards. If right. they can, you know, hunker down in the red zone, hold guys to field goals and get some takeaways to shift momentum, you know the offense is going to do their thing. So we're going to win a lot of football games if they can do that. Absolutely. And I think we're plus four right now in turnovers. I yep. think we got six and we, we we took six away and we gave two back. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Ex- excited, man. Just very excited, bro. Look, man, you have a great week, man. We'll text when we can. And, uh, man, I just cannot wait until this upcoming weekend, man. Cowboys win, man. Absolutely. Next week we'll have to uh, do a little preview uh, like we normally do. And then I like to maybe we'll get a midweek sometime do like a reaction, you know, working into our schedules. because I really want to hear your reaction to going to a live game. I think that'll be fun. So, um, yeah, man, let's have a great week. Enjoy the, the win and, you know, enjoy your trip next week. Hey, appreciate it, bro. And we can uh, watch Lamar and Mahomes in peace. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm actually turn on 105.3 in the background and listen to Broadus and those guys. And, uh, yeah, just enjoy Sunday night football, man. So for everybody uh, listening, we'll see y'all on the other side next week. And how about them Cowboys? How about them, baby? Have a good one, bro. You too.